0: hello hello beautiful soul welcome to another episode of unapologetically abundant podcast and today's podcast is going to be really abundant and rich and you will feel you will feel and maybe even see on youtube the beautiful and powerful energy of today's guest lenore we connected on instagram and i gotta tell you like Sometimes I'm honestly like such a like, I don't want a technology. I don't want a phone. Like I subconsciously like am forgetting my phones. I forgot it in airport. I forgot it in a bathroom a couple of times. I forgot it in a taxi. I feel like there's like this innate resistance. And sometimes when we use the technology and the social media the right way, which Leonor can tell you about how to do it the right way, it can be so powerful, so impactful. And we can create connections that are, truly shifting our perspective about today's days and life. And so I'm really, really happy that we connected on Instagram.
1: Yes. Well, thank you so much for the introduction, Peti. I'm so happy to be here. And 100%, I actually recorded a podcast episode about this about a year ago. And it was really, truly how Instagram has become this almost abundant playground right for female entrepreneurs where they can meet and connect and get clients but also make friends and just grow in this space so powerfully so it it really is a tool that we can use if used the right way to just create abundance both
0: for ourselves and for others Mm, I loved it and I love that you were saying it because it's not only for us but it's also for others because I always look at women who are living the abundant lives, like holistically, and I'm like, "Wow, if she can do it, I can do it." And and then I'm just like open to the possibility. So mm. I love that you are showing, especially women, how to do that, how to create the business that it's fulfilling and freedom based. So before we get into that, into your story and your desires, your hottest desires, and how you are fulfilling them. I love to start my podcast a little bit differently, probably very differently than many others. And I would love to start it with a short guidance meditation. Would you be open for that? I would love that. Beautiful, beautiful. And I know it's like afternoon for you. You're in the future from me. So it can be like a nice afternoon break. So just really get very comfortable in your chair, wherever you're sitting, like find what is the comfortable space and and way how you can sit and you can gently close your eyes and let's start take a few deep breaths through your nose breathing in and uh, and just really sinking your breath with your heart there's nothing else to do nowhere else to be just being fully present to your beating heart to the heart that loves you so much that it's always there for you. It's always supporting you, always loving you, always expanding you into even more love, into even more possibilities. So really invest this time, this moment, to find that gratitude in that heart that is beating for you. And with each breath in and out, you're feeling even more and more relaxed, even more and more present to yourself, to what is. There's nothing else to be present to than to your beating heart. And as you are relaxing and releasing everything and anything and anyone that doesn't align with this beautiful moment, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful school that has been built for women in Latin America and you have been invited as their honored speaker. You go there and you speak to women's heart. You speak to their desires. You speak to the possibilities. You're showing them and teaching them the new ways of being. And everyone, it's so present to you and what you are telling them. And they feel so alive and so hopeful and so expanded. And after your speech, everybody's applauding and everybody's doing standing ovations. And the woman, they have tears in their eyes because you brought to them something that they never believed they could do the life of freedom and possibilities through entrepreneurship and as women are coming to thank you there is a young girl who comes to you and she asks you what is the most important lesson you have learned through entrepreneurship what would you tell her what was the biggest most important lesson for you Oh my goodness,
1: I'm like, so I feel like I'm floating right now. You're literally amazing. Your voice just like transported me into this scenario. So thank you for that. I felt emotional Um, and beautiful question. I think that the first thing that came into mind is as like cheesy as it sounds, don't give up ever Because there's no such thing as failure in business, I truly believe that every time we quote unquote fail, something doesn't go our way, it's actually a lesson and a stepping stone towards greater success that is more aligned to us. So, Anytime a door feels like it's closing, know that it's this or something better.
0: Mm, that is so beautiful so what I'm hearing there is no failure there are just stepping stones and lessons that we get to learn to step into even better and bigger possibilities in our lives right
1: absolutely
0: so for women who already maybe started their business you know and as entrepreneurs we both know that there is like flows and ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. so what would you say to the women that are experiencing the lows when they start to doubt themselves, when they don't see the clients coming and they see their bank accounts lows and they don't understand what is happening? What would you want them to know? And have you ever gone through this yourself? Yeah. So great question. Um, I would say it's twofold.
1: One, looking into the past and part two is looking into the future. So the first part of it is oftentimes we don't realize how far we've come. We don't realize that we're living our prayers. We don't realize that we're living other people's prayers, right? And that to other people, we are that inspiration, even when we feel like we're low. So something that I would say is that if you're in a place where you feel like you're, you're not where you should be, where you're not where you want to be, just look back even One year to this date and see where were you, and you'll see that even though you're not where you want to be yet, you are so much farther than you could have ever even expected. And you worked magic to get yourself here. Like there's so much power and all that hard work that you had to take every step every day to get this year's progression. So looking back will empower you to see that you're much more capable than you realize, to bring in that gratitude. And then the second half of it is to realize that a lot of times in entrepreneurship success is just around the corner and it the funny thing is I I've, I've talked to so many of my clients about this to female entrepreneur friends even in my own journey a lot of times like our most difficult moments happen right before our greatest success I don't know why it happens this way maybe it's the flow of the universe right but it's it's so, so true that sometimes you'll be in this place where you're feeling like everything is going wrong. You just push a little bit harder, keep in the game a little bit more, and then all of a sudden you'll see that success flow. And so it's about gratitude and knowledge, acknowledging the past, and also remembering that entrepreneurship is a slow game and oftentimes your success is just around the corner so you just have to learn to tweak look at the analytics adapt
0: manifest and stay in the game Mm, that's beautiful. And it's so fascinating because I feel like a couple of days ago, I, I saw the the same quote and I feel like similar to what you said. I think it was a Ed um, Milad who was sharing that, you know, if you would know how close you are to the success, you would like speed up instead of yeah, like yeah. slow down because it's true, it's true. It's like, it, it really feels like, um, it fills the darkest and it, it fills us yeah. with doubt. And so many people quit because they feel like I'm not equipped. I cannot do that. So um, entrepreneurship, it's really, it's a marathon. It's a slow game. It's not, and of course there can be quantum leaps. And I have experienced that my clients too. And it's about the depth, right? It's yeah. about the depth and the The bigger picture versus give me the instant success. And then you even don't know how to hold it energetically. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and and why did you choose the field you have chosen?
1: Yeah. So it's a bit of a long story. So in short, um, I think I've always had this just, it's been a part of me. I remember when I was like in kindergarten and I was like asking people for their pencils, I would carve their name into their pencil, and then I would sell it back to them for like a dollar. Um, <laughs> it was like, I was always finding ways to to create something better out of something that was already there, and then just turn it into just a venture, right? Obviously, you know, that's not a real business. But I think it just like, it was always part of me um I was doing like massages when I was like little I'd be oh you look stressed like let me give you a massage it's only like five dollars right so like I was always like a little hustler I guess but it didn't ever come from a place of like I need it to happen and I wanted it It was always just like oh look I can do something that's gonna make someone happy and I can actually make money doing it so it's a win-win for both I think I realized that pretty early on um I started my first official business when I was 14. So it was called Dolls by Design. Um, I was purchasing collector's dolls without their clothes. So they were a lot cheaper. And then I was buying like designer doll clothes, pairing them together and then marketing them. So taking the pictures, writing the copy and then posting them on eBay, putting them on Facebook, stuff like that. So um, I think I just always loved that you can create something better out of something that's already there. And then it's a win-win you're making a profit and someone else is happy that you've done that.
0: Wow. This is amazing. And you know, it's so fascinating, Lenore, to me when, when I hear these stories of, um, Like the born entrepreneurs, like you know, I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk who was saying that he was like stealing stones from the neighbors, you know, yard and then selling it, you know, back (laughs) to them. So I am, and and it's so fascinating. Like I, you know, the pencil and writing their name and selling it back. It's so I never been this brilliant. I never been like this entrepreneurial. If I would personally believe in accidents in life, I would say I became entrepreneur by accident. truly believe that everything it's like you know like unfolding the way it gets to and and it's really up to us if we open up to possibilities Mm -hmm. because it's it's so beautiful you know so for women who are listening to us they're not um I don't want to say they're not brilliant they are but I want to say like if they're not like born and, and always thinking they will be entrepreneurs, but they have the feeling that they're meant for more and they want to create a better world. And they're like, well, it doesn't come to me as easily and as naturally. What is that they can do? Like how they can create something meaningful if they know they're not meant to be in a nine to five. And the next question, and I can all repeat it. Maybe if I remember would be, (laughs) How can they use social media to do that? Because I know you're a social media expert and you're teaching people how to do that. So there's like 10 questions in one. I'll let it to you. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: well, great, great points, great questions. Um, I definitely want to speak to the fact that like, I think that yes, there's some people that are more from a young age feeling that entrepreneurial pull. But I think that like, at whatever point we feel the pull, it's still innate, right? So even if the first time we feel that is at 35, where we're working at a job and we're like, this is not meant for me, you're still a natural entrepreneur because that's coming from your heart, right? Mm -hmm. So to your point, any women that are feeling that way, that are feeling like they're meant for more, that they're capable of more, that there's more waiting for them if they just take the leap, know that like, if your heart is calling to you, there's a reason. Like I, I saw this quote and, you know, it doesn't matter what you believe. And we talked in the, about this in our last episode, but whether it's God or the universe or whatever you believe source, God, I'll just use God, but whatever you believe God is not going to plant an idea in your heart without a reason. Right? So if you're feeling that call, it's time to explore it. So that's the first thing I would say. And it it doesn't matter if you felt the call at five years old or 40 years old, right? My mom has been teaching for over 50 years. And during the pandemic, she quit. She actually lost her job and we started a business together. It was her first business at like 55. So um, absolutely, you can start whenever is the first thing I'll say. And secondly, if you are feeling this calling, the first thing that I would suggest is to to explore what the japanese call ikigai so it's a way to use your your passion and your purpose to get paid right so ikigai includes four parts it's four questions what am i good at what does the world need What can I get paid for and what do I love? And so when you combine all of these things and you deep dive, explore into these things, I actually have um, a guidebook, a workbook on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles called the Game Changer Workbook that helps women discover their passion and purpose, turn it into a business. So basically what you need to do is deep dive, ask yourself these questions to help you find something you're passionate about and that you can monetize and start there. I I never would recommend to go into a business that you absolutely have no interest in because when you're an entrepreneur, you're not working nine to five, you're working like seven to 12, right? You're working like to 12 AM, right? It's a long, long process. So, um, you have to be at least a little bit interested in what you're doing and then find that balance of, you know, what am I good at and what does the world need? What can I get paid for and start there? Once you're there, then you can figure out how, in what way can I monetize this? So for example, if it's a clothing boutique, you can do an online boutique. Our boutique is online, but it's global, right? There's so many different ways to do this. If you're a service provider, you can utilize Instagram, you can utilize LinkedIn. There's so many different platforms. So I would say the world is your oyster really. And all you have to do is start.
0: Mm, I love that, and and I absolutely love 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 adoring your mom to be starting. You know this light. Uh, I even told my mom like she's amazing in like knitting and doing. You know how there are like these fancy like boho things that you can be like hanging, yes. and it's so popular. And she can do that. I'm like you can sell one for like hundred or two hundred bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Europe, so that would be like a big. And she's like, no, I don't know. And I'm like, no, you just learn, but again not everybody it's like open and and you know and i love that you were saying it's never late i don't know if you're familiar with louise hay and uh, i love her so much and she also started her publishing company when she was i believe she was after 50 or after 55 you know so it's never late and um I love that. I didn't know it was, you know, called Ikigai, that it's Japanese, but I heard that before, that it's, you know, what am I good at? What the world needs? uh, What would people pay me for? And what I love doing. I heard these before. And it's amazing because sometimes we like, We love doing something, but people wouldn't pay us for it. Like I love (laughs) kissing my dog's belly. I don't think I would be paid for that, you know. But you never know. You can create uh, cute pictures on Instagram and get Insta famous with your cute dog. That happens too, right? But it's it's just like really pairing all of these—the passion and the purpose—and and and I love that you created a workbook for that because I feel like. It's so important to know yourself. And you know, along my journey, I what I believe it's our purpose, it's to be truly ourselves and to be unapologetic. Because there is no one like you, so I love that you are using social media for that. So let's dive a little bit deeper into the social media because it's that's such a like heated topic. Because there is yeah. the algorithm and glitches, and then like so many things, and then right. there's just like these experts who tell you like, oh, it's so easy, just go out there and 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 you know give what you wanted to get, like give engagement, give comments, and you will get clients. And sometimes it's so overwhelming and it sucks you mm-hmm. into the hole and you like three hours later you're like well i haven't done any work but i like million of pictures of puppies (laughs) (laughs) me aka me but so what are some tips and steps that you are using yourself to build your brand and attract clients because who cares about followers if they're not turning into the clients right Mm -hmm. and like creating the brand and the profit from being online
1: yeah, for sure. So this is actually, and I love this topic because I use Instagram for my business and that's what I teach my clients as well. And it's something that's such a powerful tool when you use it, right? Because you can do it completely organically. And that means not spending any money on ads, right? So for a new business owner who doesn't have that big budget, Instagram is an amazing option. Um, Even if you do have a big budget and you prefer what is called attraction marketing and relational marketing, which is what I teach in my programs. Instagram would be a really good option for you. And the reason is that when we're we're posting content that our ideal client needs, you're attracting them. It's not cold DMs. It's not cold calling. It's not pushy. It's not salesy. They're finding you because you're out there existing with exactly what they need. It's like a, it's a give and take you have what they need right um it's only part of it though so basically what I teach in my programs is a combination of content and attraction marketing which is creating the content pushing it out every day um, but it starts with you know the little the little pieces the analytics who even is your ideal client Avatar what is your niche what are their needs and wants deep diving into that once you do that you can create the content then there's so much that goes into it, right? There's hashtags, there's SEO, there's the the time you post, right? And then something, I think this is the part really that most entrepreneurs kind of miss out on is that you like social media is social media. It's a social platform. So what a lot of entrepreneurs do is they'll just post and then they'll ghost. And what you need to be doing is you need to be finding your ideal clients on social media. You are attracting them with your content, but Since the Instagram algorithm is so glitchy and our content is not being pushed out as much as it used to, it's important to actually go out there and engage with your ideal audience, bring them into your funnel, which means bringing them to your Instagram page and whatever funnel you have set up through that, engage with them, build a relationship. I teach relational marketing And then eventually, these people that are seeing your expertise, seeing that you're the go to in your niche, that you've engaged with, that you've built trust with, that you genuinely care about, eventually they're gonna hop on that sales call with you and they're gonna become a client, right? But it's this whole process that starts from what am I passionate about? Who's my ideal client? How can I create content? How do I find them online? How do I engage with them? How do I get them on the call? How do I close the call? And then how do I provide the best client experience? So basically my program just goes through all of those steps, step-by-step. There's 40 modules. So it really provides an in-depth look at how you can get clients organically through social media in a way that does not feel icky or salesy or pushy, but instead is just about attracting and connecting.
0: I love that. And you're you're really speaking my language, you know, because in in whole time in my, again, you know, multiple six-figure business, I never use paid ads. I think I tried it once, like when I was like starting my business, like learning about Facebook ads. I even hire an expert. I'm like, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. Everything is Mm -hmm. like organic in my business. And it's all about relationships. And some people will come right away because they're like, you are exactly what I need right now. And some people will be just like lurking and watching and like mm-hmm. two years later, I had a client who like was watching me for like a couple of years. And then she came and said, I, I need you, you know, I need you in my life. And we are together for over three years now, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, you never know, but you get to keep showing up and you get to keep showing up intentionally, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. um, I absolutely love that. So what would you say it's like the first steps that the woman they can take when, okay, they build their business, they start their Instagram, what they can do to be seen by their idea clients? Let's say they know what is their passion purpose. They know who they want to be working with. What would you say it's the next step on Instagram for them?
1: Yeah. So great question. I would say the first thing is to get clear on your branding so what that means is your brand's missions your brand's values the colors the fonts everything that you are going to be posting because it needs to be consistent so the first thing before you even start is get clear on your branding I also cover this in my program so everything that you have in the program is cohesive it's concise and it takes care of every little aspect of your business so it starts with the foundation of business and then the second module is all branding I include 35 different color palettes for you I include how to find your brand personality all of that right you need to get very clear on this before you even post because what happens when you're posting and it's not branded people it actually psychologically will cause people to not trust your brand as much because they're confused when people are confused they can't trust right so build that cohesive brand and then what you'll want to do is get really really clear on your ideal client avatar your niche your target audience and really just deep dive into who are they what are the demographics who am I looking for here what what do they need how am I providing the solution right and so again I cover all of this in my program like just deep diving like, tons and tons of questions to get super clear on who your ideal audience is and from that point you can create content around using this information using your content pillars you can create content that's engaging inspiring educational promotional around your ideal client so that when they do come to your page when you do bring them into your funnel they immediately connect, they immediately feel that trust because you're showing your expertise and they immediately know that they have more to learn from you, that you have something to provide from them. And then that's the very first step before you start building that relationship and start building that trust.
0: Oh, I love that so much. And it's so fascinating because before I transition into my, you know, like business coaching, I had social media marketing agency and everything you're saying. It's what I was teaching my clients. I still teach it at my clients because it's like, you cannot build a business that it's fulfilling or abundance in your life if you don't know who you are and the brand right. it's expression of you the colors the right. you know and and it's really beautiful i always ask my clients how do you want people to feel when they come to your instagram and it's so fascinating i had a couple um uh, a couple of weeks ago there was a a guy who was interviewing me on his podcast and he was like i was doing research and i was looking at your you know instagram and it made me feel so he was like i'm not even a woman i'm not even your mm-hmm. ideal client mm-hmm. and i felt so good and so peaceful and i wanted to know more about you and he was like i cannot even imagine how the woman feel if i am feeling this way as a man so that was such a beautiful compliment because anyone can get cool pictures. You can get a good photographer and, you know, like great videos. But how do you make people feel? It's yeah. so important. So yeah. I love that you are teaching it and, and embodying it, you know, like when women look and come to your Instagram, they see the power, they see the empowerment, they see the inspiration, they see the confidence. And that's what I feel that you want to portray with your brand, like inspire mm-hmm. and empower women. And I can see that and I can feel it. So that's so amazing. I I love that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And to speak to something you said, I don't know if it was Maya Angelou, but I think it was, um, there's this quote and it's like, you know, people won't remember like what you said or what you did, but they'll remember how you made them made them feel, right? And it's, it is, it's really the power of personal connection. I actually was on a call with like a client yesterday and she was like, I started, I wanted to start working with you there's tons of business coaches out there, but I wanted to work with you particularly because I feel connected to you particularly. So you bring a great point when you're branding, you're not just branding, you it's a personal brand. So you're selling yourself basically in the most authentic, genuine way. And your clients who are meant for you are going to be attracted to that because there's that natural energetic connection happening.
0: I love that so much because I started to like interview my clients and celebrate their successes. And so many of them they said like I knew I clicked with her right away I connected with her right away so it's really about it's not only about the strategies you know I always tell mm. my clients ask uncle google look at youtube that's cheaper than working with me oh, yeah. it's the energy it's learning the energetics and the connection you know so it's so beautiful and, and you're embodying it so beautifully too so Lenor, for someone who is listening right now and she's feeling like super super inspired and she wants to connect with you and learn more about you and what do you're creating, what are your favorite places to connect?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I would say Instagram for sure is my main one. So my Instagram is just life with Lenore. So it's just L I F E W I T H. And then my name Lenore L E E N O R. Um, this is my brand. So anytime you look up life with Lenore, you can find my website, life with Or if you'd like to email me because you don't have Instagram, then that's fine. You can just email me at Lenore at lifewithlenore.com. So any of those channels work perfectly.
0: Oh, thank you. And thank you for today, all the work you're doing. And I'm cheering on you. I see it happening. Your dreams of impacting women, inspiring women in Latin America and other countries that they can step into their freedom and their abundance. So thank you for everything you're doing.
1: Of Thank you so much. This was such a, a beautifully abundant conversation. So I really appreciate it, Petya. And I look forward to staying in touch and connecting again.